Thank you for listening to this episode of the James Donald Forbes McCann Catamaran Plan. If you'd like to listen to bonus episodes, go sign up to the Patreon. That's patreon.com. Clom. Ah, we fucked it. Anyway, you'll look, you'll find a way. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. All right. First thing is I don't like drama. I don't. I just shut down. Do you know these people in your life who they always have a story about someone having wronged them? Their life is a perpetual struggle against people attacking them, or them attacking people, or them standing up for a point of principle. Or, like, and at some point you go, I think you love this. I think your life is a, is a dialectic struggle. Good for you. It's not for me. I don't like it. I get bored. Can't stand drama. Can't, you know. Whenever someone comes at me and they try and start some drama with Jimmy McCann, I'm not having it. I think that's wrong what you've said. People would sometimes, in comedy, you start out comedy and people will go, I think what I think that joke is actually inappropriate. And I think that you shouldn't say that joke. Because and you know what, like I could get into an argument and could defend it, but instead I just go, Oh, you're a massive idiot. I'm not participating in a struggle session with you. I refuse to do it. Sometimes it's, hey, when you said this thing to me, it really hurt my feelings because I, I don't, care. don't care. I don't care. I'm not getting involved. I'm not having a sitcom episode about our lives and the discussion. This is a problem, this lack of being interested in drama for my career because I think if you want to get ahead in show business, it does actually help to get involved in the drama. Kanye West's career is, yeah, it's about having great songs and beautiful production and some of the best raps in the game, but it's also about having drama after drama after drama. George Bush doesn't care about black people. Care! Beyonce had one of the best music videos of all time and just ratcheting it up and up until he went after the biggest drama of all. I love Hitler. (laughs) Jews run the world. And then that was too big a drama. And people turned away. But in general, 
In show business, I think it helps to have some sort of struggle, some sort of reason to stay in the tabloids and for people to care about you. And it's a conflict that can be mistaken for zeitgeist. Maybe it is the zeitgeist and I'm being too high-minded about it. But I don't get energy off that. Off some tit-for-tat. I've never really managed to succeed on Twitter. Because I, I think on Twitter you just have to sort of say nasty stuff and then have people say nasty stuff to you. And then you get embroiled in some sort of nasty stuff um, hurricane. I don't have it in me. That said, sometimes a principle has to be upheld. And people, people treat you in a certain way where you've got to stand up for yourself. And it feels to me like starting drama. It has all the hallmarks of conflict that I don't like. Uh, draining. Man, when people in my family have tried to start stuff with me, start negative pathways, I just... I can participate sometimes and I can get involved and I can go a couple rounds with them. But then when it's over and they are probably fully charged because that's what they want and that's what gives them energy is to get into a conflict with someone. I just have to lie down in my room for the rest of the day. Can't do it. I don't have the stomach for it and I just cut people out because it's easier than dealing with uh, them. But sometimes people come at you with something that you've got to stand up for yourself. And I'm sort of caught in that this week. Not just standing up for yourself, but standing up for other people. And you'll excuse... I meant to record this earlier in the week, and I've... Yes, I went to an Australian Open party to watch Novak Djokovic play tennis and win the Australian Open. And yes, the people whose house I was at make their own wine. And yes, that wine was very alcoholic, and I got my friend Paul to drive me home instead of me driving myself. So if I'm not as articulate in explaining this as I'd like to be, I apologise. Should I have recorded this sober earlier in the week? Sure. Excuse me, it's very hot in the Volvo. I'm just going to open up the window for a second. He said, opening the door. Too drunk to know what it was exactly that he was doing. Too drunk probably to make the points that he was about to try and make on the podcast. Still don't have the office, by the way. Seems like I might have the office by the 6th of February and the office people are being super nice about it and it's going really, really well. But we're still in the Volvo. Though this time we are in the passenger side of the Volvo where there's a lot more room uh, because my friend Paul drove me home. Thank you, Paul. Here's what happened to me. I'm doing this show at the Adelaide Fringe, the James Donald Forbes McCann Catamaran Plan Extravagan. What? Really looking forward to doing the show. 600-seat theatre, one night only. It's going to be terrific. Or it's going to be terrible. It's going to be one of those two things. And as the poster for the show, I selected a picture of myself as a Japanese soldier during World War II invading Australia. It was just ripped from a propaganda poster that the Aussies had put out during World War II of the Japs coming over the world to invade South... Uh, you know, this, to build their co-prosperity sphere slash really violent empire. And a part of that poster was the rising sun 
that was used by the Japanese Imperial Army, but, to be fair, was used before that army uh, started invading the world and has been used post-World War II to the extent that it's still the naval ensign for the Japanese Maritime Self-Defense Forces till this day. Like, our army fights alongside... Uh, well, we don't fight alongside because we're not fighting a war at the same time, but we participate in military exercises with uh, servicemen and women who serve under that flag. So I didn't think there was a problem, but the Adelaide Fringe rejected the poster. They said it could incite hate. Now, I've looked up hate symbols. After that, I looked up on the Anti-Defamation League's website, hate symbols. That's where they've got the big compendium of potential hate symbols, and there's a lot of hate symbols there. There's more hate symbols there than one knows what to do with. Uh, most numbers are hate symbols, apparently. Huge numbers of numbers. I mean, just check out. Go to the ADL's website and check out all the numbers that are hate symbols. It's a lot. Things like um, pit bulls are apparently a symbol of white supremacy. I didn't know that. I thought pit bulls were more of a black dog, personally. And the only reason I thought that was because we don't, I don't think we have pit bulls in Australia. I think we have laws against it, but when I bought Speakerbox slash The Love Below, an album by Outcast, to black musicians, they had an ad inside there for like the Outcast Pitbull dog kennels. So I'd always thought Pitbulls were sort of a black thing and a black people dog. Just based on that scrap of information. Turns out Pitbulls are also a symbol for white supremacy. I mean, there are so many potential, just even beyond the normal ones, like the uh, Heil Hitler and the swastika, heaps. There's like 13 pages of hate symbols you can wade through. But I'll tell you one symbol that's not on there. It's the Japanese rising sun flag. It's not listed as a hate symbol. It's not a hate symbol. Some people think it's a hate symbol. Uh... I think the Chinese and the South Koreans are a little uncomfortable about it because of all the war crimes that were done under that flag. And fair enough, they can be sensitive about it. We fought the Japanese too. The Japanese had that flag. And I had relatives who were, I think, in Changi. I had an uncle who was in Changi. Great uncle. I mean, surely I have as much a right as anyone to be upset about it as well. But I don't see why the Adelaide Fringe should get to say that's banned. We're not having that on our website. Especially as they have all these other hateful ideologies. Like they have communist. My friend Amos did a show last year where he just like lifted uh, some Cultural Revolution poster from China and made himself into Mao Zedong. And this was apparently fine despite... Goodness knows how many people starving to death. So it's a, it's a communist thing, that's fine. It's a thing that the Japanese still have to this day. Apparently that's not fine. And I don't expect the Adelaide Fringe to stand up for freedom of speech. Because no arts festival anywhere in the Western world has stood up for freedom of speech in a way that I'm aware of for some time. If you looked at the old principles that these festivals used to be run by they would they would say things like freedom of expression uh, new ideas 
excitement. This was the sort of thing that they would say. They don't say that anymore. Or if they do say it, they say it alongside things like diversity and inclusion and hearing new voices and blah, 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 blah. Like that sort of lefty progressivism is their MO. Fine. Fine. They're allowed to have their MO. Whatever. It's sad. I've worked with the Adelaide French for over 10 years. And it's sad to have my poster banned. Uh, not even to get like a phone call saying, hey, here are some problems with it. But just, you know, I get a call from my manager saying, yeah, it's been rejected. We got a little message. That's kind of shit. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. But I'm not really a... F- I wouldn't expect them to stand up for my freedom of speech. What I'm shocked by... I'm shocked by their anti-Japanese racism. And it's hard for me to come up with another word for it. This is a flag that's dear... Near and dear to the Japanese people, a proud race, a proud nation. A flag that they still use. And this is the Adelaide Fringe coming out and going, Hey, we're closing the door on the use of your flag in a poster because it's hateful. Well, how am I to read that as anything other than anti-Japanese racism? And it's easy for me just to upload a different poster. And I did upload a different poster. I changed it to a yellow sun with a smiley face. But how dare the Adelaide Fringe? How dare they do that to the Japanese people? I've had Japanese people write to me saying, James, I'm sorry this has happened to you. And I've said to the Japanese people, will you speak up? Will you lend your voice to saying that this is wrong? For the Japanese. And they've said, no, 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 I don't want to get involved. Because the Japanese are a polite, pleasant people who don't want to get involved in these sorts of scuffles. Because the last time the Japanese did get involved in drama... ...with two nuclear weapons being dropped on them, forever and irrevocably changing the character Japanese people, making them interested in unusual kinds of pornography and not interested in these sorts of discussions. Anyway, something must be done. And if you want to do something about it right now, you can. 
Buy tickets to the James Donald Forbes McCann Catamaran Plan Extravagan. So, right now! On the Adelaide Fringe website, use the code word CATAMARAN for 50% off! That's 50% off with the code word CATAMARAN. And I am looking forward to the show, and I am planning things with the show, but I just... Oh, I hate drama! And so a big part of me goes, alright, what do we do now? What's the next move? And the big part of me is the part that says... Oh, let's just not have any drama. You've re-uploaded the the yellow smiley sun. They've accepted that. Is it really necessary to have the red flag? Move on. Let them ban you. Let them say what you can and can't say. And another part of me goes, no, James, no. Stand up for the people of Japan. Fight the case. I'm talking to my lawyer, my friend Sam McDonough. He was going to be on the podcast today, but he was extremely hungover after being at a wedding. I think it was a Bucks night. He was at a Bucks night yesterday. And he said, I'm just too hungover, Jimmy. What did you want to ask me? And I said, will you help me fight for my First Amendment rights? And he said, Jimmy, you're in Australia. You have no First Amendment rights. And uh, of course, I know that's true. And there's some sort of implied freedom of speech in the Constitution. But basically, basically we do not have a constitutionally guaranteed right to freedom of speech. And to that I say, okay. We can't really pursue the legal aspect. The only other aspect that I know of is the, well, it's the court of public opinion. So I'm going to uh, Monday. For you that'll be now, but for me that'll be tomorrow. Because I'm recording this late on Sunday night. I'll write a press release about the anti-Japanese racism that has been uh, done. Oh, I hope when I wake up and I'm not quite so drunk, I have a better word for it than that. The Japanese racism that has been practitioned. Also not great. And I guess I'll send that out. And I'll just say I'd, I'd like at least an explanation from the Adelaide Fringe. But what I really think they should do is apologize to the people of Japan for not permitting their noble flag to appear on their website. Perhaps they should also hire a Japanese sensitivity commissioner. I'm sure they have sensitivity officers for all other sorts of areas of sensitivity over there at the Adelaide Fringe. I'll bet that they have a, oh, I'll bet that they have some gay ones and some Aboriginal ones. But maybe if they're going to make a call this flagrantly racist, they should also have a Japanese one. I really don't want to get stuck into the Adelaide Fringe with this. I I have a good relationship with them. They give me awards. They gave me a grant once. We've always gotten along. But I don't know what to do. It feels like a line in the sand. It feels like a transgression on their part. And boy, they're not going to like having that transgression called attention to, right? They just want you to go, yeah, we've told you no, we've got our own reasons, suck it up, move on. Allow for this dishonour to be done slash perpetrated onto the Japanese. But I won't do it. I will fight and I will, to the best of my ability, restore my honour. Boy, it's sweaty in this car. (laughs) It's sweaty in this car. Thank you to everybody, by the way, 
who has bought tickets to the James Donald Force Camp Catamaran Plan Extravagant. So, oh, thus far, it's still quite a long way away. It's in March. It's at the Royalty Theatre. We're just doing one night only. And we've sold, I don't know, I think moving towards 100 tickets now out of the 600, which is incredible. And um, I'm looking forward to it. I'm really looking forward to it. I can't imagine I'll be getting an award from the Adelaide Fringe after standing up for the people of Japan. But that's the price we pay. That is the price we pay. An injustice anywhere is an injustice everywhere. Is that the quote? I don't know. But it's one that I'm planning on saying repeatedly in a press release that I write tomorrow. I don't think I'm hard to work with. I really don't. But of course nobody does. <laughs> I've got a poem about drama that I thought I'd, I'd uh, share with you. I don't know if I've shared it before, but it's a poem I wrote about drama and not liking drama. It's called Drama. And it goes a little like this. I'll end on this. I know some people who are addicted to the drama. They love drama like it's a trip to the Bahamas. Personally, I'm turned off when someone wants to start some drama. But these people treat drama like it's a romantic evening with Rihanna. And when I say drama, I don't mean drama like buying tickets to a play at the theatre. When I say drama, I mean drama like threatening to destroy somebody's career because they said something objectionable to a friend of a friend of an acquaintance of a friend. I love the theatre. That's the sort of drama I don't mind. But the other kind of drama with the threats and the pride and the phone calls late at night and the frightening accusations for which there is no correct answer, I don't like that kind of drama. I'm more the kind to have a smoothie with guava and banana in the Bahamas with Rihanna. But what about once I'm there, sitting in a wicker chair, and Rihanna wants to start some drama? Hypothetical situations don't come any harder. Thank goodness she's a pleasant person. And that could never happen. Oh, and I wrote another poem this week that I want to share with you. I wrote it last night in bed, and I was so pleased with it. I just want to share. It has nothing to do with drama or the thing I'm going through, but this one's called The Spanish. <coughs> the airport was confusing. I did not know which plane to take. The conductor shouted, Next stop, Spain! I realised my mistake. So I got off at Spain, and I walked around the town. No matter where I went, there was Spanish all around. At the hotel, at the bar, even at the football game. It was Spanish wall to wall, calling each other Spanish names. I went to the toilet. There were even Spanish there. At the barber shop, a Spanish man cutting Spanish hair. I grabbed a random guy. He was of the Spanish race. And I said, listen, Spanish, what's with all the Spanish in this place? I felt him quiver in my arms, this little Spanish guy. He looked at me. I think he smiled, but he did not reply. I let him go. He scampered off, disappearing into Spain. I don't think I will return here next time I am on a plane. Oh, that gets us up to the right amount of time. Can't wait to have an office. Can't wait to be formulating more plans. Can't wait to have this Adelaide Fringe show done. Can't wait to have the Adelaide Fringe apologise for their terrible mistake. Can't wait to have glory heaped upon me by the grateful people of Japan. Yushidiki Mas. I think that means 
uh, you're about to eat something. It's the only piece of Japanese I know. I don't actually know very much Japanese. I tell you what, I feel so unfairly infantilized by the Adelaide Fringe, by what they've done. I've gone from being a McCann son to a McCann Chan or a McCann Kuhn. Is that correct? Well, let me know. I love you. I miss you. I want you. I need you. Can't wait to do this show and make this money for the boat. Oh, maybe I should start doing some shows in Japan. Oh, maybe I should send the press release to the Japanese. Well, now that's a bit more interesting. All right. I'm going to go to bed. Well, first I'm going to upload this episode, but then I'm going to go to bed. I'm going to wake up and I'm going to write my Japanese... Well, no, I'm going to hang out with my children. Well, okay. First, I'm going to upload this episode. Then, I'm going to listen to this episode while I wash the dishes. Then, I'm going to go to bed. Then, I'm going to write the press release and hang out with my children. Excuse me, another little burp. Man. Oh, these people were giving me this wine. It was so alcoholic. I'm glad I got my friend to drive me home. I love you. I miss you. I want you. I need you. This is James Donald Forbes McCann of the James Donald Forbes McCann Catamaran Plan, standing up for the nation of Japan. Ooh, that's a good headline, if you're from the advertiser. James Donald Forbes McCann Catamaran Plan stands up for nation of Japan. With the James Donald Forbes McCann Japan Plan. Spin-off podcast? Hello. Goodbye. You should take him ass. 